Hi, my name is Adam Bergman, and I'm a tax partner with the IRA Financial Group. Today I'm going to discuss the ways you can get your money out of a solo 401k plan. So obviously one of the main benefits of a solo 401k plan is you can make very high contributions, roll existing retirement funds into the plan, and make traditional as well as alternative asset investments. That's obviously the one of the main purposes of establishing the plan is to build a uh, strong retirement nest egg and at the same time have some uh, ability to make traditional as well as alternative asset investments. Well, I get the question all the time, well, once I build a pretty big nest egg, how do I get that money out? What are the ways I can actually use that money for uh, personal purposes or uh, being able to roll those funds into an IRA for whatever purpose? So I want to go through a couple of the most popular ways to get your money out uh, of a 401k, either taxable or uh, without tax. So let's, ta- let's start with the tax-free way, and that's the, the loan, the solo 401k loan. So long as your plan documents allow for it, you can borrow up to $50,000 or 50% of your account value, whatever's less. Use that, those funds for any purpose. It's a five-year loan, so you have to pay that back over a five-year period, at least quarterly, at least four times a year at a stated interest as of today, October 2015, of 3.25%, which is prime as per the Wall Street Journal. So that's the main way you can get your money out tax-free is the loan. Now, again, you have to check your plan documents to make sure the plan allows for the loan. Moving uh, away from the tax-free way, now let's talk about uh, ways you can get your money out of a plan that could be subject to tax. So let's start with rollovers. The amount you put into your plan that you rolled over from an IRA or another 401k plan could always be rolled out of the plan at any point. Now, again, you may have to pay tax if you're under 59 and a half, uh, also a 10% penalty if it's pre-tax funds. Roth funds may be pulled out without tax if you're over 59 and a half and the Roth account in the 401k has been open five years. So rollover funds, funds you moved in could always come out of the plan. You don't need what's called a triggering event. Now, the, the term triggering event is an important term because it t- determines the uh, ability to move the funds out of the plan. Almost all 401k plans require a three main events to occur before you have actually access to your employee deferral funds. Now, I know this is hard for many to understand. I get this question all the time. Well, it's my money. It's my retirement money. Why can't I just roll it to an IRA? Why can't I take it as a taxable distribution? It's not fair. Well, uh, that's a good point, but those are the rules. So let's talk about the three main triggering events. First is you're over 59 and a half. Once you're over 59 and a half, you can do whatever you want with the funds. You can roll them into an IRA, take them as a distribution. You leave your job. So once you leave the company, for whatever reason, you sell it and you, you move on, uh, your, your business, you could then take those funds and move them to an IRA or take them as a distribution. And the third, you can just terminate the plan. If it's a solo K, you're probably the owner, administrator, trustee of the plan. You just close the plan and then move the mon- funds to an IRA. So um, those are the three main triggering events. Now, in order to determine whether you can pull money out of a plan based off those three triggering events, uh, before we get there, we need to dis- talk about the the three categories of of contributions you can make. Employee deferrals, profit sharing, and after tax. Now, once you hit a triggering event, it doesn't matter if you have employee deferrals, profit sharing, or after tax, you can move the money out. So if you're 59 and a half, terminate the plan, leave your job, 
You don't care if it's employee deferrals, profit sharing, or after tax. You have access to those funds. You're good. You can take distribution. You could roll it to an IRA. However, what happens if you're under 59 and a half? What happens if you're 40 years old and you need the money? Now, let's start with employee deferrals. Employee deferrals is what you as an employee take out of your salary or income and either get a deduction for if it's pre-tax or if it's Roth. Don't get a deduction, but can contribute it up to the, into the plan. For 2015, you can defer 18000 if you're under 50 or 24000 if you're over 50 as an employee deferral. These employee deferrals, unfortunately, if you don't have a trigger event or what's called a hardship distribution, you can't pull the money out. And hardship distributions are generally uh, medical. Uh, you get a $10,000 exemption for a, new, uh, for a home. Um, medical uh, pay uh, student bills. There, there are certain hardship requirements that if you satisfy, you will be able to take a distribution if you're under 59.5 of employee deferrals. Now, a hardship distribution doesn't mean you get the money without tax. It just means that you're able to get the money out without a 10% penalty, and you actually are able to use the money for the hardship. So that's one way you can get employee deferrals out is a hardship. And the IRS goes through rules what a hardship is. Basically, just to summarize, medical expenses, cost relating to the principal residence of up to $10,000, tuition and related educational fees and expenses, Payments necessary to prevent eviction uh, from or foreclosure on a principal residence, burial or funeral expenses, certain expenses for the repair or damage to the employee's principal residence. Uh, there are exemptions uh, uh, for, relating to that. Um, for example, you know, buying a boat or television doesn't qualify for a hardship distribution. So if you satisfy the hardship, you can get the money out. If you're under 59 and a half, you just got to pay 10% uh, penalty if you're under 59 and a half. Other than a hardship, and if you're under 59 and a half, employee deferrals, those funds of 18000 or up to 24000 cannot be taken out. Uh, I know it sounds crazy. Uh, it doesn't seem fair. It's your money. Why can't you roll it out? Why can't you take a distribution? Just the rules are the, the plan documents will lock those funds into the plan if you don't have a trigger event or a hardship. Now, employer deferrals, which are profit-sharing contributions, contributions that are made by uh, the business, so if it's a sole proprietor, the sole proprietorship business, to C or an S corp, the corporation, and those are generally 25% of your salary, 20% in the case of a uh, sole proprietor or single member LLC. That's what employer contributions are, are, are defined as. And again, once you combine the employer and the employee, you can't exceed 53000 for 2015 if you're under 50 years old and 59000 for 2015 if you're over 50. But employee deferrals, generally, you have a, a, if you're in the plan for more than five years, it's an automatic vesting, and you can pull those out even if you're under 59 and a half. So unlike employee deferrals, which you need a trigger event or a hardship, you can pull employer deferrals out of your plan, assuming you've been on the plan for five years. Now, you still may have to pay tax and penalty if you're under 59 and a half on those funds, but you do have access to that. So again, just to summarize, employer deferrals, you need a five-year vesting, employer are the profit-sharing contribution from the business. And employee, what you actually put into the plan, which is the 18000 or 24000 if you're over 50, that you need a trigger event or a hardship. Now let's move on to the third category, which is after-tax. These are contributions that are not Roth and not pre-tax. So you don't get a tax deduction for them. So they're not pre-tax, but they're not Roth. So um, 
at that point, the uh, issue is if they're not Roth, uh, you don't get the benefits of the Roth tax-free growth, uh, 59.5, pull it out tax-free. All you do get with the after-tax is the contributions you make. You can pull out without tax, assuming you're over 59.5, but you still have to pay tax on the earnings. The one caveat for after-tax is most plan documents allow you to roll those out into a 401k uh, or another 401k or an IRA uh, or take them as a distribution anytime. So in other words, there's no triggering event requirement, no vesting requirement. After-tax funds can be pulled out anytime. This is attractive to a lot of people because uh, one of the nice tax planning uh, options in a, a solo K is you can make after-tax contributions dollar for dollar up to 53000 or 59000 So since after-tax aren't considered employee deferrals and aren't considered employer deferrals, they're not subject to any of those requirements, and you can go – uh, all the way up to fifty-three or fifty-nine thousand, a dollar for dollar, which is pretty cool. Um, nice tax planning, and then you can just r- roll, convert them over to a Roth IRA anytime you want. There's no triggering event. You don't have to keep them in the plan if you don't want to. You certainly can, but you don't have to. Uh, unlike an employee deferral, again, where you need a triggering event or a hardship uh, distribution uh, requirement. Employer deferrals where you need that five-year vesting. Some plans on the employer deferrals have, a, uh, have the ability, once you're two years vested, you can pull some of the money out that's uh, equal to the two-year vesting, but uh, usually it's a five-year vesting. Uh, again, I just want to um, communicate that everything's based on the plan doc. So I'm just explaining what most uh, plan documents, solo 401k documents uh, have in terms of the rules of operation. But uh, if you design your own plan or you have a plan uh, from – um, that, that's maybe not uh, a common uh, uh, architected uh, standardized plan document. Maybe, maybe the rules are somewhat different. So definitely want to check with the plan documents, the administrator, uh, document sponsor, uh, if, if uh, you have questions. But uh, after tax, you can pull at any time. Just like rollovers, you can – whatever you roll in, you can roll out. Uh, unlike a contribution, which comes from your income and you put in the plan – Rollover means funds from an IRA or a 401k that you put into the 401k or the new solo 401k. So those are really the five or so ways to get the money out. Just to summarize, you can do the 401k loan, 50000 or 50% of your account value, whatever's less, pay back over five years, at least quarterly, interest rate of at least 3.25%. That is a tax-free option to get your money out. You're capped at that 50000 or 50%, whatever's less, and your plan has to allow for it. Four ways to get your money out, either uh, pay tax or roll it over, is the rollovers can go in and out any time. Employee deferrals, you need that trigger event or the hardship. Employer, profit sharing, you need generally a five-year vesting. If the plan allows for a two-year vesting, then you probably can only pull out what's vested in that two years. And then after tax, the funds that are not pre-tax and not Roth, kind of stuck in the middle, you can pull those in, pull those out any time. Take a distribution or roll them into a, a pre-tax, well, to an IRA and there, or a converted Roth IRA. Um, so those are really the ways you can get the money out. Hopefully, uh, people don't have to pull the money out. Uh, they're, they're able to keep their solar 401k plan growing and, and building wealth and, and making, hopefully, very attractive investments. We have a traditional alternative. But if you do need to get your money out, it's important to, to know the rules. Uh, one last thing, of course, there's requirement and distribution rules, RMDs. So once you hit seven years old, uh, you're, you're forced, whether it's pre-tax, Roth, after-tax, in a solo 401k to, to pull those funds out. Uh, the IRS provides a table based off your age and the value of your accounts, uh, 401k account, what you need to pull out. 
Um, you can satisfy those through uh, 401k or, or IRA funds in, from that plan. Um, of course, if you have a Roth 401k, you may want to start moving those funds into a Roth IRA before probably 68 or so. So those funds don't uh, become subject to the RMD rules because Roth IRAs do not have to take RMDs. So if you do have a Roth 401k, when you hit 68 or so, you want to start moving that to a Roth IRA, get them out of the plan so you're not subject to RMDs anymore, and you can grow that Roth IRA, leave it to your spouse, children, uh, and it's a great tax-free estate planning tool as well, or a way to pass wealth on. If you're under the unified credit of $5.5 million, you, you won't have to pay tax on any of the Roth funds you pull out. And if your uh, children get it, they won't have to pay tax either because it's a Roth. Um, so another uh, uh, something to consider if you're reaching the age of 70. Otherwise, um, remember, uh, the loan is a really great feature if it's in the plan. If it's not, you may want to think of adding it if possible. And then just remember, rollovers can go in. They can go out at any time. Pre-tax, you need a trigger event or a hardship. Employer contributions, generally a two- or five-year vesting requirement. And after-tax can go in and out any time. Um, Anna Bergman, author of the book Going Solo, America's Best-Kept Retirement Secret for the Self-Employed. It's available on Amazon. Uh, you may want to check it out. It has a lot of uh, interesting uh, information, about 270 or so pages on, on uh, the Solo 401k. Uh, also, uh, you, you can reach uh, me at IRA Financial Group, uh, Adam B at IRAfinancialgroup.com, or give us a call, 800-472-0646, 800-472-646. Uh, thanks, and uh, until next time.